On the edge of real and cyberspace, there's one place you can go, and you found it. Welcome to the Nightwise.com podcast, the one and only podcast with hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Hey, guys and girls, my name's Nightwise, and uh, I'll be your host on this episode of the Nightwise.com podcast entitled The Simplicity of Creativity. Um... I just did something that I haven't done in a long, long time, whereas I pressed record on a wee little um, MP3 recorder in my car and started talking to you. That very, very simple action has been something that I've been doing for years when I started out with the Nightwise.com podcast. I would be in the car, I would have this wee little box, I would have a microphone and I would have some earbuds and I would just press record and start talking to you. And the reason I want to tell you about this today is because as the years have progressed, I've been doing this since 2006 or something, um, for some reason it has become harder and harder for me to be that creative and time is surely an issue I mean when you get your own company it's completely out the window there's plenty of, of, of uh, stuff to be done but on the other hand there's also the fact that you know although technology has progressed if I take a look at the tools we have today versus the tools we had back then they have not enabled me to be as creative as I wanted to be. And that's really funny because the basics of the Nightwise.com podcast is, of course, let technology work for you. And over the last couple of years, technology has become more complex and doing a show has become more troublesome and more cumbersome and, 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 has become a hassle because there were so many possibilities. There were so many things that you could do. However, I never did them. So that got me thinking, you know, how come my creativity and my urge to create is going down, although the means that I have to be creative is going up? That was an interesting one for a show because we might all be facing this. We are, as technology progresses, bombarded with tools and means and abilities to share whatever we want to share, whether it's a podcast or a blog article or I don't know what, with the world, yet we don't. One of the, par one of the reasons for that, of course, is um, uh, distractions. I mean, being constantly connected to the internet and getting all kinds of ding-dongs and doodahs all of the time is pretty destructive for your creativity. But on the other hand, it's also the fact that the more tools that you have, the harder it becomes to choose the right one. And pretty soon, you end up spending more time looking for the right tool to do something than actually doing something. And that is something that especially people who are working with getting things done, surely must recognize. So, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And I've kind of did some brainstorming, and I thought, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to record that show in the car like I used to. 
So let me just tell you about the gear that I'm using right now. I've bought a Zoom H1N and uh, it's a wee tiny low budget, it's, a, it's about a hundred bucks, um, MP3 recorder and it is absolutely fantastic. I bought my first Zoom I think over 10 years ago. Um, let me think, 10, 12, 15 years ago, easily. And that was my first, you know, USB microphone. It was a recorder, it was a microphone, it was fantastic. I mean, it sounded great. I could use it as a portable recorder. It has been the Nightwise.com video mic for the longest time. It has recorded many, many, many podcasts and it started replacing my quite complex uh, Behringer setup. You know, I had this uh, phantom powered mi condenser microphone and the boom arm and, and, uh, and God knows what. And you know, once I got the Zoom H2, it all kind of became a little simpler. And it has served me well for, for many years. Then of course came smartphones and I started recording episodes on my phone. And you know, to, as technology progresses. But even before I had the Zoom H2, I had something else. I had this little iRiver 970 recorder, and that's the one that I always used in the car to record the show. I recorded them on a Griffin iMic, which was a small stereo microphone that they put out somewhere in 2006. I had this little iRiver recorder that had a microphone input and a headphone output, and it had uh, I did 512 megabytes of storage or something. It was ridiculous, but it worked. Once I pressed record and started recording, you know, it would be, it would go. And I missed that little setup because it was not something that I did on my phone. I, it was not, and although my phone is a great platform for my creativity, this is not on my phone. My phone's right in front of me right now because I'm driving, um, and I'm just doing a recording on a little recorder. And why is this so important to me? Well, because it basically takes all the creativity stuff and separates it from my entire distractions and communication stuff. So I like that. The reason I, I bought the Zoom H2 to was indeed to have something simple again, to have a separate recorder in, the, in my back pocket or in my bag that I could use to record the world around me. And it separated my urge to be creative and to record something from my phone, which is basically, uh, you know, my, my work computer on the go with tons of distractions and chats and God knows what. This is just recording. Just, this just does it. And that is pretty important to me because that was, for me, my first step into making sure that my technology would you know, support my creativity. So I kind of split this up in three things. If you want to be more creative and you want to put that creativity out there, you can start with your gear. And here is the truth of it all. 
if you take a look at the gear that is available to you right now, either as a video blogger or as a blogger or as a podcaster, and I'm talking about apps, I'm talking about uh, microphones, I'm talking about uh, plop screens, I'm talking about boom arms, I'm talking about monitoring speakers, I'm talking about webcams and lead rings and light bags and, and, and soft boxes and God knows what. I mean, there is so much out there. And then there's the, the, the I mean, the software. It's amazing. I mean, you... GarageBand, fantastic little application that can turn your PC into a bloody multi-track studio. Audacity, cross-platform recording rig that lets you edit audio like a pro. I mean, there is so much out there. And that's the trouble. Because you step into that trap where you go like, oh, this is cool, I'm going to use that. And, and maybe this is cool, and I'm going to use that. And maybe this is cool, and I'm going to use that. And you end up having this massive, massive clutter of stuff that is there to enable you to be creative. And if I can say one thing, get rid of almost all of it. There are downsides to having three microphones because you don't know which one to use. There are, in which situation, there are, I, I know some microphones are better for this or that, but you know, when you have like, a ton of stuff around that microphone. It's a hassle. Keep your setup extremely simple. And only if you reach the boundaries of the hardware that you're using, only if you reach the boundaries of the, the software that you're using, then start looking for something else. Because the trap that we all fall into is that we see an ad or we hear a review about a certain app or a certain piece of gear. And we go like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's get that. And you get it and you use it, but maybe not to its fullest. And then there's this other tool and you go, oh, that's cool too. Wow, that's really, wow, a high microphone. That really looks cool. Let's do that. And you know, you buy that and you have to adapt and, and learn how to use it. <clears throat> And all of this is getting in the way of your creativity. What you basically should be doing is coming pretty close to the boundaries of the stuff that you're using, where you really say, like, I really want to do this. And it doesn't work in the tool or with the hardware that I have anymore. So let's buy something that does this. And you very specifically start hunting down for apps or, or hardware that you need to do that. And for the rest, you keep your setup extremely and terribly simple. For me, it's, um, for the moment, I have reduced my life to um, two microphones, I think. I've got the Zoom H, uh, sorry, I got the Rode NT1, which is a USB condenser microphone with live monitoring, sounds awesome. I bought it on a whim, because basically I didn't need it. I could do everything with the Zoom H2N, but you know, you want new gear, you know how it is. Um, and um, yeah, sure. Uh, I am very pleased with it. The audio quality is fantastic and I'm very happy with it. And behind it, I have a little, uh, I've, I've got me this little plop screen that, you know, takes care of echo. So there's this little padded semicircle of, of, of a shield behind it with, with padded sound absorbing material to take care of any uh, echo that I have. 
And when I start recording, yeah, sure, I can really think about, oh, I, I can do this or I need to do that or I'm, perhaps I need to pad my room more and stuff. And I go like, you know what, instead of spending hours on improving the sound quality of, of whatever I'm doing, unless I really, really need it, let's just keep it this at this. And so there it is. There's this little um, microphone on my desk with this padded um, shield behind it. And it's on a tripod and it has a USB cable and boom, that's my studio setup. Nothing more. And on the road, it's kind of the same thing. I also wanted to have something simple again. So my Zoom H2 was getting a little long in the tooth. It was a little big. And I really wanted something that was as portable and as fun to use as that iRiver recorder that I used to have back in the day. But it just wasn't there anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. iRiver doesn't make stuff anymore. And these things, you know, they're 15 years old. You can't get them even if you wanted to. Which was kind of a bummer because um, I... Um, I kind of wish that, um, you know, <laughs> I kind of wish that, uh, that it was still there, but it isn't. That's okay. You know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's all right. Um, now, what to do? Well, um, I got me the Zoom H1N, which is a wee little recorder. It can act as an external USB sound card. It accepts um, microphone inputs and headphone outputs, and it has two built-in microphones, which actually sound great as well. You can mount it on a tripod, or you can use it as a little microphone, and it just works. Um, the reason I'm, I've been doing this is because I had the hardest time getting some kind of um, lapel microphone to work with my Android phone, you know, because you want some live monitoring when you're recording on your phone and it has to sound right and blah, 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 blah. So I thought like, you know not screw that. I'm not going to record anything on my phone anymore. I'll just record it on my little microphone, on my little recorder, and that's it. So that's the gear that I'm using. Right now, uh, to record in the car, I have one headset microphone because I, I, I also use a little lapel microphone, but it always rustles with my uh, shirt. So I, had, I bought this little boom microphone from JB Systems, which is a studio uh, microphone for DJs and stuff, um, that I got a couple of years ago. It was just lying around. And you know what? It just works. It doesn't look really great because I look like a mission control operator with this boom microphone, but I'm in the car and it's fine. The essence is I'm recording. That's for me, that's the hardware. And then there's the software. And I could say like, yeah, I use Audacity and I use uh, Ardour and I use this and I use that. And I went like, you know what? I just have a multi-track recording with a couple of jingles and I just want to get stuff out there. So I decided that, you know, I'm just going to do this in GarageBand. Why? Because it's simple. Um, I don't have to do a lot of things manually. I record in, uh, in, in a good quality. Everything sounds good enough. I can record straight into Audacity. I can drop files straight into Audacity. I can apply all of the mixers that I have and all of the presets that I have, and it just works. Good enough. Not cross-platform, I know, but I'm a cross-platform geek, which doesn't mean I have to do everything on all three platforms. I just need to be able to work on all three platforms. And if my Mac's the best for one, well, then it's the best for one. Boom, GarageBand, choice made, damn. End of, end of line. So that's the gear. And the tip that I want to have that if you have all of this extra clutter lying around that you could also use should you want to, 
but you don't really need it, sell it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. The more stuff you have, the harder it will be for you to be creative. This gets me, and this is also about software. Choose one recording application, try it out, try out a couple, choose one, stick to it. Don't hop around. I mean, with, with getting things done tools, it's, it's the same, it's terrible. You just keep you know, bouncing around and adapting to new tools and, and you know, you're, you're, you're doing, you're working more with the software and the settings and figuring it out while you wanted to be creative. So just be creative. Choose anything that works. Stick to it and get rid of all the rest. Period. Then there is the way you use this technology. I've got some pretty cool gear at home to do audio and to do video. You know, I'm really happy with it. And when I wanted to, I would set everything up. You know, I have this little live studio and set everything up and the lights and everything, and then I would start recording and start doing something, which was which was fun. And um, then when I was done, I would take it all down again. And when I wanted to do something again, I'd need to set it all up again and take it all down again and set it all up again and take it all down again. And the hassle of having a lot of gear is that it takes quite some time to set it up. So the, the less gear you have, the less time you need to set set things up. Uh, I especially had this with my, uh, I have a a mixer table for for DJing. And, um, you know, I've been all over the place. I tried mix, I tried record box, I tried doing this on my PC and on my Mac. And, you know, when I had the time to do, you know, a little DJing, it would take me half an hour to get everything working. And, you know, and then I would be like, I'll go do something else. So that's my second tip for you guys. That is that you need to have your creativity gear, if possible, set up already to be able to, you know, just punch it in and go. Everything's like set up, your microphone's set up, your keyboard's ready, your your blogging tool, whatever you're using, is ready. Your website that you're going to blog on or that you're going to, your, your, your YouTube account that you're going to work with, it's logged in. It's ready. It's ready to go. You just open it up, punch it in, and boom, you're, go, you're, you're, you're ready. The more gear you have, the harder this gets because it gets more complicated. So keep it simple and make sure that the, er, that, that the timing between wanting to record something or wanting to create something and being able to release that urge is as short and sweet as possible. And having less gear or knowing all the tools that you're using, instead of having to you know, figure everything out beforehand, is really, uh, is really uh, important to this little project, so to this little process. So, you know, whenever you have the urge to create, there is the ability to create the time in between that should be as short as possible.
then comes item number three. And the great thing is I'm stuck in traffic right now, so the road noise and the, <laughs> and the noise on the windscreen is, is, going to, um, is going to be less. Number three is your mentality towards releasing your creativity. And your mentality towards releasing your creativity is, has to be one of constant experimentation. Let yourself experiment. I think that one of the reasons that podcasting in its liberal form, in its grassroot form, has, um, has died down is because we all wanted to sound like radio hosts. We all wanted to have the best gear. We all wanted to sound immaculate. We all wanted to to have, um, you know, all of that stuff that the big guys had. And we wanted to be like the big guys. And we wanted to be like, you know, the, the radio shows with the format and the ads and the God knows what. And you know what? You don't. You don't have to be anything or anyone. The great thing about what I found about podcasting, which is my creative urge that I release, is that you want to be able to experiment and you want to be able to get your creativity out there and be creative in a way that is good enough. Good enough for the content that you release. Good enough for the urge of your creativity to find its way out to, to the canvas, um, sorry, the canvas of the world. That's an important one because you got to have your, let yourself be creative and experiment. This for me is an experiment. I've got this new recorder. I've got this boom microphone. I have no idea how it's going to sound. And maybe it's not going to sound awesome. But my show is going to be out there. And the experience that I've had of creating the show gives content to my audience. Who I've informed that this is an experiment. So live with it, guys. But also, I now get the hang of, you know, working with the tool in real time. And I might release the show. I might not. But it's an experiment. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You can do your own thing. If I were to... Say, like, I want to sound like, you know, the guy from 99% Invisible. and, and it, But, it, you know, those guys have an engineer running a board. They have a, a professional studio. They have a, a, a very expensive microphone. But when this... And, and they have a lot of preparation. So when this guy walks in, everything's set up. The creative process is ready to go. And basically all he has to do is do his thing. So... You're not going to be like that. You have a life. You, if you have a full-time um, audio engineer at your disposal, at a whim, <laughs> nice for you. it's good for you. But it's not that like that for most of us. So experiment. Um, it's okay if it's not perfect. Um, because if it is in this experimentation that you grow, trying things out, being creative doing things, writing a, a blog article that's slightly different of how copy should be written, making a video that is slightly different about the format that everybody has on YouTube, where, the, where you have the boring countdown of five items. Just do what you like to do, what you want to do. Just, you know, have fun, be creative, um, and, and 
let make sure let make sure that you can release that creativity instead of trying to adhere to a lot of rules. That's an uh, that's a very important one uh, for me to to have out there. Um, hold on, just passing a little fender well fender bender, a little accident here where wow, two guys knocked uh, crashed into each other, wow. And these people just, you know, stay on the road like idiots, you know, just standing there. Yeah. Wee little pile-up. Okay, good. So let yourself experiment. <clears throat> and um, don't ever, ever, ever uh, adhere to any rules. Just do what you want to do. If I were to say, well, yeah, a podcast should be recording in a, recorded in a studio and it all has to sound fine and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't have the time. I do have the time when I sit in the car. Okay, let's take the studio in the car. It's going to, you know, you're going to hear the wind wipers and the traffic and my horn, but that's okay. This is a show. And finally, give yourself the time to be bored. I've written about this before because it was something that was on my mind that whenever... A couple of years ago, I was at, at one of the speaker conferences and um, they had Oliver Stone on stage, you know, the big director. And uh, this is a very talented man who's, who's, you know, he's directed big films and stuff. And he said, came on stage and he looked at us and he said, I hope you're bored. And, and you know, a little flutter of excitement went through uh, went through the audience and he goes on to talk about the importance of being bored because in boredom your mind will look for stimuli your mind will look for something to do your mind will start wandering and a wandering mind is not always a bad thing because then you have the time to think about things. Maybe there's this little idea in the back of your head that you want to play around with. Well, play around with it. Do it. I mean, um, have give yourself the, the space to, to let things bubble up and, and, and play with them in your head. But being bored is really, really hard because, um, quite frankly, we don't get to be bored anymore. We are constantly bombarded by stimuli, by, uh, by stimuli, by uh, distractions. I just got in a text of, of one of the people in my class uh, later on, uh, of, of interruptions, of, of, of crap media. We're, we're terrorized. Yes, that's the word. We're terrorized by, by social media algorithms that constantly want to draw us in and have us consume and consume and consume. And as long as we do that, if you consume, if you scroll 9gag for half an hour or YouTube for half a day or Facebook for half a month, you're not creating anything. You're not doing anything. You're not even, you're not even creating anything, but you don't give yourself the time to be creative in the way that you think because you know you're you're constantly getting input 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 and you don't have the time to say hmm what can i do with this input what can happen with that what 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 would i be able to make at this so let yourself be bored and 
guys, girls. I turned 45 a couple of days ago. And I've been in podcasting and, and on the web for almost 23 years. Um, and this is my tip. Disconnect. Here it is. You know, the guy that says, let technology work for you, says disconnect. Disconnect um, from the constant flow of distractions and interruptions and interactions and, 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 and content to let yourself experience the world around you. I have started leaving my cell phone at home during the weekends. One, because I wanted to be... Um, less distracted because you know work was always around the corner and two because I wanted to be more in touch with my surroundings so not looking at my phone but looking at the world and I ended up on this little there was a parade in the city of Maastricht uh, not far from where we lived and it was the liberation parade so basically they would have a lot of um, some army vehicles and veterans that would, you know, be marched into town. It was a ticker day parade, which was really cool. And I went like, wow. And then I went like, oh, 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 um, I don't know how this happened. You know, what, how, was, how was Maastricht liberated by the Allies? You know, when was that done? Or so I, I, my mind went like, okay, we need information. And normally I would just open up my phone, browse through, and just read the article on Wikipedia and be informed. Well, I didn't know. I didn't have my phone with me. So I had to make things up. I, and I went into my mind and I saw the, the, the veterans coming in, which was really, really cool. And I went like, what must it have been like? And I didn't know. But because I didn't know, my mind immediately started to come up with stories. And these stories were pretty darn interesting. It was fun. I was imagining things. And then I went like, oh my God, I don't have my phone with me. I cannot record this. Well, you know what? I just watched. And it was amazing. Because instead of going through camera settings and finding the right, you know, way to, to take the picture and, and get all of the veterans in there, I just watched. And I had, I have more vivid memories of that event than I would have had if I would have watched them on my phone through the little screen of my phone. So I didn't capture the content right there. I just enjoyed the world around me and I watched it. And it was, it was pretty cool because I somehow got a lot more out of it. And my creative mind made the stories uh, up that the information about the information that I didn't have. So that's one of the tips that I surely take with you. Have, have, give yourself the, the luxury of being bored. And that's why I'm recording on a, on a recorder that doesn't ring or get, gets email messages or God knows what. It's just there. It's, just, it's a dumb little Wii recorder and it just works. So give yourself the ability to be bored Tune out your distractions and notice. Take notice of your environment and of your own thoughts and let them flow. And if you have a crazy idea, do it. Okay, so time to round up my little experimental rant. And um, 
I kind of hope that you got something out of this show because I'm talking to the audience. I'm talking to you who's listening, but I'm talking all, I'm also talking to, to some of the, the podcast veterans out there. I know I am that have been in the scene and have created content. And I'm talking to people who might've, you know, blogged or, or, or had a website or did some YouTube videos and who have, have kind of let it go because it's become too much of a hassle or life's gotten in the way or, or stuff like that. Well, maybe, maybe this is, I don't know, a call to arms for, for you guys and girls to pick up that keyboard, log into that website, you know, tilt that webcam, press, press that record button, dig up that old microphone and start doing something again and sharing it with the world. No matter if it's not perfect, no matter if it's not the right format, no matter if it doesn't look fantastic or it doesn't sound fantastic you know what i don't care just do it i want to close up with an image that i have formed in my mind or that 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 jumped up to me actually yesterday that stuck in my mind tonight i'm giving a class uh to 15 entrepreneurs on how to do a video blog for their own company which is pretty darn you know coming to think of it it's pretty darn fantastic i've had this crazy experimental stuff in the back of my head for 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 you know so many years doing nightwise and stuff like that and now i've been able to turn it into what i do for a living which is great because i love doing that and i love to trigger the creativity in people and they are really stuck you know in it has to be perfect and i don't want to be on 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 camera and i'm very shy and oh my god i'm not going to be able to do it right and it's going to sound terrible and oh my god and my image and my my the image of my company what do i do what do i do and and you're not supposed to communicate like that isn't it you know they're 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 so scared and they're so locked in to you know distractions and things going on and the fear of failing that they forget to experiment. You know, this is with their livelihood. And even I am going to ask them to experiment. And I'm going to show them this little video that I found of this, I think it's an 11-year-old kid that gets up in front of the camera and shows people how they can make a slow-motion video. Now, if you take a look at the way a classic video is structured, this video is off completely. I mean, it's, it's you know, she, she, she doesn't look into the fourth wall. She looks onto our, our own screen. Then she breaks the fourth wall. Then, you know, then she's distracted by something. And, you know, she gets a text to go like, oh, I get a text right now. Uh, she reads the text and she goes on. You know, a regular, doing a regular, when you would be doing a regular video recording, you would, you know, pressed stop and thrown away 15 takes but she just leaves it running this is her video and she is so incredibly brave because she just does it and the and the fun fact is that she doesn't know how brave she is she just goes like okay this is the technology around me this is what i want to show people it's about you know she she shows people how she does a slow-mo <laughs> by doing her hair flip and um it's fantastic. 
um, and she just does it. She's brave. She looks into the camera. She does her thing because the technology is there. She doesn't mind that the audio isn't perfect. She doesn't mind that it is not like a regular video should be structured. She doesn't do a, a ridiculous countdown. She doesn't have an intro screen. No, she just has something to share with the world and brings it out there. And that video for me was gold because now I can not only show the people in my class, this is how you make a slow-mo video, I can also whoop their asses by saying this is an 11-year-old kid getting in front of the camera and doing her thing. So what's your excuse? So look for the inner child in you. <laughs> Forget the rules. Forget the hassle. Forget the gear. Just do what you want to do and let technology work for you. And that's all the time we have this week on the Nightwise.com podcast, season 14, episode 4, enabling your digital creativity. As we close out the year, this has been a fantastic reminder from Nightwise for all of us to just get out of our own way. We all have our own creative abilities and creative desires, and it's really important that we find an outlet for them. We're not all going to be Roman Mars, and we don't have to be. We're also not all Nightwise. Take some time to find yourself an outlet that works for you, disconnect from the world a little bit, be bored for a little while, and get away from the constant bombardment of the outside world, and just turn it all off. If you have any feedback for us, you can always hit us up on the old email address. It's feedback at nightwise.com. You can also find us over on the Facebook group at nightwise.com forward slash Facebook, or of course, the super secret Telegram channel. On behalf of all of us here at the Nightwise.com podcast, this is Keith Murray wishing you a wonderful holiday season, a very happy new year, and we'll talk to you all again in 2020 as we look for more ways to let the technology work for us instead of the other way around. You have been listening to the Nightwise.com podcast, the show with hacks, tips, and tweaks for cross-platform geeks. Send your feedback, questions, or start your own personal flame war by contacting us directly on feedback at nightwise.com. You can support the show by sharing it with your friends or writing us a nice iTunes review at www.nightwise.com forward slash iTunes. If you have some credits to spend, click the PayPal button on the nightwise.com website to help us pay the bills. Just remember, there is real life outside cyberspace. But it's not all that important.
Pensacola and whatever. And, uh, there's 